Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Shit. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's kid Coffee Black. We're always fucking windows up. Uh, Fire in the Kitchen podcast. And I am just pulling out of work. Literally turning onto the street right now. Uh. It's been a rather lengthy day. As uh, I stated the other day, man, I'm about to be on a, a six-day run. Um, let me put my goddamn seatbelt on. What the fuck am I doing? But, uh, yeah, man. Let's get this bread. Or whatever the kids are saying nowadays. Um, how are y'all? Hopefully everything is cool. Hopefully y'all eating good, drinking a lot of water. Uh, Hopefully the weather ain't too hot for you. All of the niceties and whatnot. Um, Shout out to everybody listening on the Anchor app. Um, If you have not downloaded the Anchor app, something is wrong with you personally. Uh, I'm starting to take this as a personal offense towards me because... um, with the Anchor app, you get the best experience for listening to my podcast, man. Um, you get all of the extra music segments that I put at the end. It gives you like a little 30 se- second snippet of all of the sleeper songs that I tag. And I spend a lot of time uh, looking up and researching. And, and you know, um, I put a lot of work into this fucking podcast, you know, for you guys to not get the full experience. So, with that being said, I said all the that to say, download the Anchor app. It's free. It costs you nothing to download. It costs you nothing to set up. All you need is a couple of clicks. You can have the Anchor app. And shit, man, you might be able to even start your own motherfucking podcast if you think you got something to say. You think you're pretty witty. You think you can get out there and, you know, have your voice heard. Like I said, everybody should have one of these. Everybody should use their voice because everybody's voice should be heard. Even if your opinions are wrong. Even if you're, you know, you're talk a lot of shit and you run your mouth you know what i'm saying everybody's opinion should be heard everybody's voice should be heard now um shout out to my google listeners um shout out to everybody who's listening on apple Podcasts and spotify and stitcher and all of these other places where they allow you to listen to wonderful podcasts such as this one now that i got all of that shit out of the way um Man, I'm fucking tired. 
<laughs> like, hey, I can't, I can't even, like, bullshit you and act like this shit didn't phase me. This was a very taxing day. Um, man, I worked with somewhat of a skeleton crew. Um, I told you that I got this one cat who works with us, who I'm... I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure he's gonna make it, man, and, uh, you know, it, I, I, I don't want to be disparaging, and I don't want to make bad remarks about the guy, you know what I'm saying, because personally, I don't know him like that, but, uh, in reality, man, this dude has, he came into our job, um, for starters, uh, my boss, being the generous guy he is, put this dude on and he he has multiple restaurants so he put him on as one of the the uh the a dish guy at the other spot you know what i'm saying just to put a little bit of money in his pocket and while he's over there in the other kitchen he's telling the dudes in the other restaurant that he's coming to be a manager at my restaurant which wasn't the case you know what i'm saying it was uh, a bit of a miscommunication uh on on uh, everybody's end, but you know, you just uh, that that automatically rubbed me the wrong way when I heard about. It. So when the guy comes and he uh, he starts working with us, he he lets everybody know that he's a certified chef and he used to work at a pseudo Italian restaurant where he made all of the pasta and all of the sauces and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm you know automatically I'm like oh shit you know. You know, this guy's coming in. He's going to be good. This this, this little work that we do over here ain't going to be nothing. You know, this should be easy. And um, guy has slowly proven us or proven himself wrong in every regard. Um, <laughs> at one point, he told one of my guys that he wasn't going to remake any of the food that he fucked up unless our general manager or the owner told him to and i wasn't there when the shit happened you know what i'm saying when the things were said uh obviously but that shit just rubbed me the wrong way like dude what do you mean you're not gonna remake anything they asked you to remake like if you did it wrong dude you just gotta remake it it's not that big of a deal um i just felt like he in that instance, he felt like he could do and say whatever he wanted to do. So today, while he's on the line with me, um, you know, he's, he's doing his normal struggle. I came in a, a, a hour into the shift, you know, because this was one of my late days. So um, I didn't get into work until about 12 o'clock when I walk in the door. It's already chaos. Everything's already flying off the handle. We're... Um, we're running nine, ten-minute tickets, and, you know, and the work that I do in the, in, in the restaurant I work in, uh, the max should be five. You know, it's not, <laughs> we, we, uh, we're a deli. We, 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 we make cold-cut sandwiches and salads, for those of you who don't know. So, like, you know, this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be hard. You shouldn't be breaking your neck or breaking your back to do any of this work. If you're a chef, if you're certified, if you. You know, you, you, you've been working in these big restaurants and you've been doing your thing for, for, for as long as you have. Um, what I do shouldn't be nothing. You should be working circles around me. 
Yet I got a 16-year-old that kicks your ass on a regular basis. Um, in that moment, the venom in me uh, wanted to come out and I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to be a little petty. I wanted to uh, test his nerve a little bit just to see um, exactly how he would react to me. But uh, when we began to have our conversation, he didn't give me the response that I I wanted. I won't say I needed, but he didn't give me the response that I wanted in in, a, in our interaction. So I let it go. I realized that uh, he was defeated and there was no need to be that dead horse. So I just changed my philosophy in that regard. Um, we had already had somebody who we were dealing with in a leadership position who was harping enough negative energy on us. So uh, there was no need for me to add to that. You know, I realized in that moment, moment that I needed to galvanize. I needed to rally my troops. You know what I'm saying? Like I said in another episode, I needed to um, make everybody feel as if in that moment that we were all together and try to break the tension that I somewhat caused. Um, so I just flipped the script on her, man. I just started, uh, you know, got real rah-rah about everything. I started, you know, man, this shit ain't nothing. You know, this is this is what we do. We, you know, just basically any, any and everything, you know, good kitchen talk, singing, dancing, trying to lighten the mood and break the tension of the kitchen. You know, um, like I said before, we have to be aware of how our mood affects the mood of those around us and the energy that we put off, how it can rub off on other people. So shit, I just straightened up my back, man. I poked my chest out and I powered through the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, uh, I've been through harder shit than that little situation. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that deep really wasn't something I should have worried myself over. And after I got, um, we got through the rush, I was kind of embarrassed with myself for the way I reacted to him. Um, just in general. Because um, it's like, yo, the, like, this dude has made himself plain. He's, 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 he's come to realize that he overplayed his cards. You know, he came into the situation expecting one thing, and when he got there, it wasn't it. It, it wasn't as light as he he expected it to be. You know, <clears throat> I've worked in some very hot kitchens, man. I've worked worked in front of uh, some real hot grills, but uh, I've seen men crumble in my kitchen. I've seen men crumble in front of the fucking microwave that I that we have to use. You know, I've seen motherfuckers just. Go to shit. And uh, realize that everything is just about mental toughness. Everyone isn't mentally fit enough to handle pressure. And that's no matter the situation. I don't give a fuck how skilled you are. Um, if, you're, if you you can't overcome uh, a mental beat down, then, then, then I got you every time. I'm mentally strong enough to make it through most, most stuff. So I've been through some real shit. <laughs> I did, uh, you know, little work situations, a temporary. You know, I've uh, I've gotten to a point to where shit, man. I, I realize that at any given point, I can walk outside, take a couple drags off the weed, and get myself together. 
And um, I just need to remember that I am a leader and that my troops need need support sometimes. You know, sometimes I have to um, be more than the fucking drill sergeant. Sometimes I got to pat motherfuckers on the back. I'm not a person who needs that kind of uh, everyday praise. You don't have to always tell me when I'm doing great. Um, I got confidence in, within myself enough to know that I'm I'm uh, I'm fucking dope. So like, <laughs> um, I think the only time that I actually look for reassurance is when I'm in a uh, a relationship with someone. But as far as my work ethic, man, like my work speaks for itself. My presence when I'm at work speaks for itself. Um, I get shit done, so I don't, I don't need you to tell me, um, how hard I'm working. You know what I mean? And some people do. Some people need that. Some people need you to remind them that they are, um, doing their job well. And I have to remember not to condemn those people. As a leader, I have to remember that uh, I have to tailor my coaching style to certain motherfuckers because everybody can't be pushed the same way. Um, like I said, we ain't all uh, mentally fit. I think that that comes from um, struggle and that comes from a comfort comfortability factor. I always go back to I've been, I've been destroyed and completely devastated before, so uh, little bitty shit don't bother me as much as it should. It's only food, man. It's only food. And then tonight, my little night shift, um, I had every plan and intention to try to record another show, but shit, we were just as busy, man. Balls to the walls from about 6.30 until close. And uh, most nights I work by myself in the kitchen. So I got to clean. I got to do dishes. I got to do prep work. I got to make food. I got to be a jack of all trades on Saturdays and Sundays. I got to be the man for real, for real. If you ain't a... If you ain't tough, this should've take you out. A lot of motherfuckers think toughness is the ability to take a punch and keep it moving. Like, nah, man, can <laughs> can I uh, can I ring in a ticket with seven clubs on it and 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 eight peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and a salad, and and I need that shit in ten minutes. Shit. <laughs> Can I sit you in a room with a uh, with uh, all of these screaming and hollering children, and can you uh, you know control them and, and, and sit them down and make sure they're being productive? Can I stick you in a a, a meeting where you have to take notes and you have to be attentive and you have to pay attention to certain shit? And at the end of the meeting, ask questions based upon the information given. Everybody doesn't doesn't have a 
the patience or the mental fortitude to be great. And that's okay. I can't be mad at you because you don't want to be great. Greatness ain't for everybody. You know how they say uh, uh, a lot of people, uh, everybody don't need to be rich. Everybody don't need to be great either. Nowadays, mediocrity is rewarded. Mediocrity is the standard. It's almost average. So it, it, it pays it pays to be regular. It pays for you to um, not work hard. It's 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 advantageous for people to their minimum. I've noticed that uh, just getting by is enough for some people. Shit, just getting by is enough to some for some employers. Some people who are, are, are willing to hire employees who don't go beyond the, uh, up, uh, above and beyond the call of duty. I've noticed some, uh, that a lot. Like, like some of these people just don't give a fuck who they hire. And they will just put anybody in position because they think this shit is plug and play. They don't look at um, why they left their last job. They don't look at... Um, references or go around and check and see if this person is a diligent uh, individual if they will actually uh, work hard when you when you hire them no you just want to put a body in a spot they don't think about team chemistry they don't think about how well this person will fit in with the group that you already have Energy and chemistry is is important when it comes to these workplace situations, man. Like if I don't fucking like you, it's gonna it, 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 I can work next to you, but it's gonna be hard for me to see myself helping you when you're having trouble or when you're having a problem, you know. And then when things do go awry, when when you aren't giving me all that uh, that I that I need out of you, when you aren't giving me a hundred percent effort, um, and I don't like you, it's like, well, shit. <clears throat> I have no I have no empathy towards you because I already don't fucking like you, dude. But uh these business owners, they don't they don't think about chemistry. I think um, regular meetings and, and and evaluations need to be a thing again. Like we need to we need to come back and and check in and see how well you're doing every now and again. That needs to be a thing. I remember when I first started working I first came into the workplace, people used to give out quarterly evaluations every four months. You know, we check on your performance. We see where you've improved. We see how well you've done. You know, we come to the table. We see where you're lacking skill. And in and, and, and four months, we come back and we see if you've done the things that you needed to do to be better in that area where you were lacking before. Now you'll have dudes on payroll for two years who don't know half of your menu or um, they're still cutting doing prep work wrong um, you know you still you got dudes still showing up late not understanding that uh, 15 minutes early is on time when it comes to a restaurant you know 
you'll have people, you'll have your servers swapping out shifts uh, without asking or without telling anybody. So you don't, you never know who's coming in. Uh, but then when I started suggesting these type of things, I get reminded that I'm just an hourly employee and some of this shit is above my pay grade. And I shouldn't have to worry about these things because it's really none of my business. I should just come work as hard as I possibly can and then leave. But if you work, you know, like I know that's that's not the way this shit goes. ever been in the work environment you understand that you know some of the stresses of your job um they come home with you and they're not supposed to when you leave out the front door or the back door or your your place of employment the the problems of that job should stay right there where the fuck they are but if you have integrity and you're passionate about your work regardless of what it is and you had these problems, man. You have these worries. Fuck, I didn't get a cigar. That ain't no good. I need to turn around. Oh, man. Make this U-turn back to the gas station. I go. Because the nigga got to have cigars. Got to have one for the night. One for the morning, at least. That's very, very important. All of my stoners know. I have to work on my leadership techniques. I have to make myself more effective when it comes to putting people in the positions they need to be in in order to succeed and work hard. I also have to go back and evaluate everybody's strengths and weaknesses around me. I gotta take it upon myself because nobody is going to put me in the position to do it. work for someone who doesn't care that's fine but in order to be happy about my work situation or in order to stay comfortable in my work situation I have to make my own adjustments man I just have to I gotta do what I gotta do Stress and the pain will only be temporary if I actively go about doing the shit that I'm supposed to do. Period. I gotta take care of my business, man. It just is what it is, you know? A king handles his court, a king handles his kingdom. I keep my streets clean, I keep my subjects in order. 
I found out one of the little 16-year-olds at my job is a subscriber to my show. So, Van, fuck yeah, man. I appreciate you, little, bo- little, little buddy. That's actually funny. Hey, man, he told us a fucking hilarious story about his um. He, I'm guessing he went to some kind of camp over the summer, you know, kid stuff. And uh, this little dude who goes to his camp fucking stabbed a camp counselor and beat up one of their roommates or one of their bunkmates. And it reminded me of me. Like, it just he said he kicked this little motherfucker's ass. And I was just like, yo, that's what's up. Which, I mean... It's bad that he stabbed the dude, but it's like, yo, why would you fuck with this guy if you knew he had a knife? You knew he had a knife. Why would you go after him? That's your fault. Self-preservation first. Fuck that camp counselor. If you see a motherfucker fighting and you know he got a knife, you leave him the fuck alone. Let him finish his fight. He'll calm down eventually. It's terrible, man. Kid instantly reminded me of me. The way he described him. Tinier than everybody else. He was just mean as shit. Yeah, that sounds like me. 16 years old, man. Angry as fuck at the whole fucking world. Ready to kill somebody. Probably would have to if I had the chance. Shit, man, I didn't pull up to this gas station. I got to go in here and I'll put some gas in my car so I ain't got to do that in the morning. And I'm going to get me some cigars and I'm going to enjoy the rest of my night. But with that being said, man, I am the motherfucking Kid Coffee Black. I feel like this has been old in the car. Um, Call this another fire commute, man. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um... I'm going to lead with love, man, because I come from a love supreme. So, um, I love you, and I love, um, I love everything about this fucking show, dog. It makes me feel better. Like I said, it's good therapy. Work through my problems on this microphone. Um, I'm going to keep it raw. So, Fire in the Kitchen podcast, man. Yo. Alright, so, for my first sleeper, I'm going to play y'all some, uh, some old Masego shit. Because um, y'all don't really know who the nigga is anyway. He's not a mainstream artist. <coughs> Wait, let me stop. Let me not do that. Let me not be a music snob. Because <coughs> some of y'all out there might actually be into this shit like I am. So, um, yeah, man, I if you've heard this song before, I apologize. Hopefully, I get you with the next one. But this is Masego featuring Xavier Omar, Wifeable. So, um, song selection number two, um, comes from a TDE artist, um, 
If you fuck with TDE, then you know their track record, man. Schoolboy Q, Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, SZA, Abso, Isaiah Rashad. Um, but this cat fits right in. This is Sir. Summer in November.